Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 207 of the Second Opinion Podcast. We're here to talk about all things God of War, and I'm joined by my buddy, my friend, my coworker, Matt Quad C from Cineleaks.com. What's up, Matt? Cinelinks.com, man. I am so happy to be here on Second Opinion Podcast. You know, I get to I get to listen to it every week on both uh, Second Opinion Productions or SecondOpinionPro.com. I also like to uh, listen to it on Cinelinks.com. So it, it's really cool for me to actually be here today to talk video games and everything. And and you know, we've known each other for a long time. We've yeah. pretty much been circling, you know, the same groups and everything, and we've never gotten to to be on the same show together so yeah. today this is this is really special yeah we've we've talked about it a good good chunk of times and we're like yeah let's do a show together and we just never did it and then whenever uh talking to matt just never did it and then whenever uh talking to matt before and he's like bro we we really want to work with you on some stuff we'd like you like for you to be a part of the Cinelinks family i'm like dude let's do this this is something we've been talking about for a while so yeah. and now we finally have you over on the second opinion podcast and speaking of that um let's go ahead and get down into what you've been drinking what you've been gaming i don't know if you've been drinking anything but what about gaming labra what have you been playing recently so gaming uh man i've been playing a, a real special game lately and uh it's called uh, a little, a little game. I think you know, uh, Far Cry Five. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know it, and oh, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good, and I've been watching your streams, and it's so fun to to play the game and and be in a different area, yeah. and then to watch yours and be like, oh, so that's coming up next. Cool. Yeah. So uh, it's it's been a blast though, and oh man, like especially recently, we finished the game at roughly the same time, which I thought was really cool. Um, and so I finished it. And I think I finished it on like Saturday, I want to say. Yeah. So I finished the game on Saturday and I, I'm just witnessing this amazing finish, a finish yeah. I never saw coming. Like yeah. I heard, like when I was driving around, I heard little, you know, musings and I was like, ah, nothing's going to happen. It's right. fine. And then boom, it happens. And so oh it was my like, gosh. We're and then I got to watch your, your reaction <laughs> on, uh, on your YouTube page, and that was, oh man, that was awesome. It was awesome. so crazy, man. We're not going to spoil it for you guys of exactly what happened, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't beat the game, uh, you were in for something definitely special. And just like what Matt said, like my reaction, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, you yeah. got to be kidding me, bro. Is this really happening? Uh, it was man. Nuts, I, man. That and then what? What the the loading screen or the menu screen when it changed afterward? I was like, oh no, my gosh, come yes. on! I was like, come what? On. Come on, man! Like we're we're trying back as much as possible. So it just makes me excited for the DLC that's coming out later on this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, me drinking wise, I've been drinking some a uh, little very small amount of Shiner Bach. Gaming wise, I've been playing Far Cry Five, um, and uh, I've been kind of getting ready for God of War this week. I've been playing God of War One, so. Uh, it's pretty phenomenal. I love the game. It's one of my favorites. And speaking of video games coming soon, we did have Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, come out today for $59.99, um, which is crazy. That's like two Yakuza games in just uh, a certain amount of months. Yeah. Um, and uh, then we also, of course, uh, on the 20th or on the 19th, if you plan on picking it up uh, the day before, uh, God of War is releasing for $59.99. 
or you can get the collector's edition for $129 or the stone mason edition for $149. So um, I will be doing an unboxing of the stone mason. Um, yes, sir. And I'm also nice. going to upload an unboxing of the NECA 36-inch replica Kratos Axe. Oh. So I have that done and ready. I actually did an unboxing while I was at work earlier. So uh, <laughs> um, my assistant manager is a big collector. Him and his wife collect pops and stuff like that. I was like, bro, could you could you record me doing this unboxing real quick? He's like, yeah, no problem. So uh, and he, I didn't even have to tell him how to do the camera. Like he was totally down for zooming in and all that. I was like, ah, perfect, dude. So, that's I, fantastic. Yeah, I should that's have. Fantastic. I should that. I should have that up pretty soon. Uh, in the next you know 24 hours so um but today we're here to talk about uh god of war oh how the times have changed uh god of war is making a pivotal change in the series as a whole uh we're seeing god of war going from a heavy fast-paced hack and slash fast-paced hack and slash title of a of a of a guy that's just angry at the world blaming everybody um although he was blind to his own wrongdoings. Um, and uh, tonight, uh, on this uh, kind of more or less, I don't know how long of a podcast it's going to be, but we're basically going to talk about uh, a very quick, brief history of Kratos and then our favorite moments, uh, favorite game in the series, and where we want to see the series go from here. Um, so, guys, Matt is a huge fan of God of War, as am I. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> we're both really excited. Uh, real quick, a bit here, man. I uh, know, man. Real quick, uh, Matt, would you uh, would you mind listing the God of War titles that have uh, yeah. hit the marketplace? Absolutely. So we had. Uh, do you want it in chronological order, or do you want just everything however you want to do it, my bro? Okay. All right. So we'll we'll just go like how it you know when it was released. So we had God of War that was first, obviously that was in two thousand five. God of War two came out after that. Uh, God of War Betrayal, God of War Chains of Olympus, God of War 3, God of War Ghosts of Sparta, and God of War Ascension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, what, what's good about that is the one the one game out of that entire thing I never played was Betrayal, uh, which is like a mobile title, correct? Yeah, and that was actually the only one that was like a side scroller. Now yeah. I know that like God of War two and three tried to like incorporate little elements of the the mobile side scroller yeah. thing, but this was the only one that was actually like legitimately like a side scroller. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't something that, that I ever played and, uh, you know, I mean, it came out in, in 2007. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Here is God. yeah, exactly. And I was just, I don't know, bro. No, bro. I was like, I didn't even know about it actually, uh, until, oh man, I didn't even know about it until like two weeks ago. I think uh, I found out about it. I was like, what a God of war game I've never played before. <laughs> what is this blasphemy? Um, <laughs> So uh, it's, it's it's interesting because like there are some similarities between uh, what you know Sony Santa Monica Studios and um, Ubisoft and even Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And I say that because with Kingdom Hearts you had all those like little games that came out in between Kingdom Hearts two and what's hopefully coming with Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what happened with kind of God of War, except you know they threw in some after God of War three. 
But what I find really interesting about the whole Ubisoft and Santa Monica connection is that just like what Ubisoft did with Assassin's Creed, where they were coming out with games every single year for Assassin's Creed and you kind of got burnt out of Assassin's Creed and you kind of got burnt out over it. They were Sony and Santa Monica Studios did the exact same thing with God of War because you had God of War. Then two years later, it was God of War 2. And then you had God of War Betrayal, same thing in 2007. Mm -hmm. Then, until 2015, they had a God of War out every single year. 2008 was Chains of Olympus. Then 2009, they were like, oh, hey, let's just come out with the God of War collection. Then 2010, you had three, followed by Ghost of Sparta. 2011, it was the Origins collection. So I'm like, man, how many collections do you need? (laughs) And then in 2012, it's the God of War Saga. So, you know, as opposed to the Origins collection. And then you had God of War Ascension in 2013. Then you had the Vita God of War collection in 2014, followed by 2015 for God of War 3 Remastered. And now we're three years later and we're finally getting a new God of War. Yes. So we kind of got to the point of almost beating a dead horse. I mean, they were they were doing a good thing, I think, for for gamers out there. Because mind you, I worked at GameStop whenever the God of War saga came out, and I thought it was a phenomenal deal. You got five games for like 30 bucks. Um, yeah, it's and, awesome. Uh, it was a phenomenal deal. And especially at that time, they were doing that whole 3D compatible games of how you can play god of war in 3d and blah blah blah, blah. Man, oh my great. god um but the thing about it is uh you know i think all of these games outside of betrayal um outside of betrayal every one of these games uh had anywhere between an 8 to a 10 on their rating uh, mm-hmm. and, and i don't think any of them could you could really say well that was just a horrible god of war game um, even Betrayal. I mean, because for what it's worth, it was a side-scrolling game um, from what I researched that was pre- pretty bloody and gory. Um, and uh, that's that falls right in line with the God of War series. But to have this, have God of War 2018 basically taking a page out of, you know, The Last of Us, out of Dark Souls, yeah. um, these big, heavy action RPG um, adventure type of games, um, it, 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 it's almost, it almost makes me just, I don't even know, bro. It, it, it just shocks me that, that it's, it's still the same game that we know, but it's so different and it's, and it's just changing with the time. And that's the reason why I've always respected Sony Santa Monica. They've always tried to, even though it's the same type of game, they've always tried to do what they could to stay relevant and with this especially with god of war being in a nordic um setting i couldn't be more excited i couldn't be more excited um and uh and that that's whenever we kind of get down into the whole you know the history of god of war um you know with demos his brother uh getting taken away from him um, because they thought he was the one that was going to kill Zeus uh, and take down the gods, but come to find out it was Kratos this whole time. Great story. Mm-hmm. Then you lead into, you know, ascension to where you know God, uh, you know, Kratos at that time has been working for the gods for for a little bit of, of time, doing what he wants or doing what they want him to do, being his champion, taking down the the Furies, 
Um, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it was a, a phenomenal game, great graphics. But what me and Matt had talked about before is it kind of threw the series off um, because it was something, you know, at that time it came out in 2013. It was supposed to be a prequel to pretty much all of the God of War time players. So yeah, it was like, that. what is going on? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I think Matt had told me before you, you didn't play Ascension, a, a change of Olympus or the ghost of Sparta, correct? No, I didn't. And, and part of that's because I didn't have a PSP. Oh, so uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't have those. So I couldn't play chains of Olympus or ghost of Sparta. And, and then even whenever the collections came out to where you could, I, I just never picked it up because I was such a big fan of God of War, God of War 2, and God of War 3. Mm. So I, what, what was lost on me and what I thought was really interesting whenever I was doing my uh, research and my marathon getting ready for this new God of War was that there were actually a lot of elements um, in these little games where they tied into God of War 2 and God of War 3. Yeah. So like, you know, especially in like Chains of Olympus, whenever... Uh, or actually, no, I think it was actually, no, I think it was, um, yeah, it was, no, it was, it was Chains of Olympus with the uh, goddess with Persephone uh -huh. and with Atlas. Like, yeah. those are two people that were thrown in there for God of War 3 that I had no idea that there was anything to do with them. Like, there was one part where Hades is like, you killed my wife. And, <laughs> and I'm like, when? I don't remember remember that at all. And it's because it was in Chains of Olympus. And then exactly. Atlas is like, you did this to me. And I'm like, well, when did he do that to you? And then again, it was in Chains of Olympus. Yeah. So, so many things that if you never played those games like me, it's really interesting to go back and watch, at, le at least watch if you're not going to be able to play in time yeah. uh, and, and experience it. So the whole story just kind of makes sense. Uh -huh. Yeah, totally agree. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a crazy thing because I've always been a big Greek mythology guy, mythology guy. Like, I don't know me the too. entire history of Greek mythology, but it's just always fascinated me. It, it was such an in-depth uh, history, just like the Nordic history or, you know, Egyptian mythology and all this yeah. stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's crazy because I've always felt, I've, I've felt, especially since god of war 3 i remember beating god of war 3 and having a discussion with my brother about it talking about how awesome it was because he had played it a little bit too and just saying like i i wish kratos was actually part of greek mythology yeah <laughs> like they need yeah. to just write him in and be like you know he killed all the gods and that's why they're not here now you know what i'm saying yeah like, <laughs> uh you know so you know, I don't say my last name very often on air, but Maliaros, that's a very Greek last yes, name. Yes, it is. Uh, um, and so I actually grew up with this stuff. Mm -hmm. This was my culture. Mm -hmm. Sewing up, I had to go to what's what we called Greek school. Yeah. Um, so every Tuesday and Friday, my dad would take me into downtown Houston and I would have to sit down every single evening and uh, one of those evenings and listen and learn about how to speak Greek, the Greek history, uh, Greek geography, and Greek mythology. Yeah. And that was one of my favorite things to do because I love Greek mythology. It's so fun. It's so interesting. I mean, 
the stories of Hercules, you know, and and the gods and everything they they did and the yeah. other demigods. And so it was always so great. And I, you know, it, what was funny was that it actually, I was so into it. I hated the Disney version of Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm uh, like, you got this so wrong. <laughs> this is totally How wrong. Do this. Yeah. I and... loved. I loved Hercules, bro. I loved it. <laughs> Especially. I mean, until my sister watched it, I loved it. Especially. I mean, until my sister watched it into the ground. She watched it every day, twenty four seven. I was like, okay, I hate him now, but I could totally understand <laughs> that, man. I mean, if you had that idea, ideology of like Hercules being this badass dude and then you see him as a scrawny cartoonized guy he's like <laughs> you're like oh bro well, what really got me and it wasn't so much that we saw a scrawny hercules yeah. like whatever like that happens i guess yeah. um yeah. disney can do whatever they want <laughs> uh but what what got me was hera oh yeah hera made yeah. me so mad <laughs> because hera was this loving mother and everything and i'm like no nah, yeah you yeah. weren't even involved yeah you hated him she because was a piece of shit. Zeus had sex with another woman uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and it was it's funny my brother had actually talked about that uh it was actually a couple of months ago i think watching hercules and hera was over there she's like hey. and matthew was like bro that's such a horrible portrayal of his mother. I was like, yeah, she's not a very nice person. He's like, that's usually what, what all these movies make these people look like. Yeah. Like, no, they were nice. She's like, no, she wasn't. She was not nice. We, we can't to- make the mother figure hate Hercules. Yeah. No, not at all. But yeah, I, so going back to God of War, yes. um, when these games came out, this was a big deal to my brother and I. Like, my parents don't understand video games, but to my brother and I, like, to be able to play a video game about the about Greek mythology. Yeah. That was huge. And to be able to see our favorite characters and our, our basically our entire culture come to life. And granted, it was in a very um dark <laughs> version <laughs> yeah. of it all. Yeah. Uh, but it was despite that, like it was just awesome. And sure, Kratos being Kratos being an actual Greek mythology figure would have been pretty great that would have been fantastic <laughs> and it would have it would have actually done justice to the series or to the to the stories and allowed us to understand why there are no longer greek gods and everything We'd be like oh well that's obvious because kratos killed them all exactly um, whatever happened to kratos i don't know you have to read norse mythology now yeah um, it's a requirement so, to play the games now okay yeah yeah um, so it was it was amazing, and so that that's why I have such a huge attachment to the God of War series. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I mean, that's a really good explanation of why you have an attachment. My attachment is pretty much, you know, it was when I played it, it just it just hooked me, dude. It was one of those games that it was one of those games that it, it for real it hooked me as hard as Metal Gear Solid One hooked me. I remember playing Metal Gear Solid One the first time. <sighs> Such a good game. I was I was in shock, bro. I was in total shock. I was in shock, bro. I was in total shock. I was like, this is the best game I've ever played in my life. Uh, like, oh, yeah. I had only played up to that point. Um, you know, uh, I was I was staying at uh, at my mother's house at the time. We had a Super Nintendo, so at that time, I had only been playing like Super Mario Brothers, yeah, uh, or Super Mario World, and. Uh, my uh, um, stepbrother of mine at the time had uh, came over with a, with this PlayStation, and um, 
which PlayStation literally it just came out like a week. Uh, no, when was it? Uh, when did PlayStation come out? I'm trying to think of the exact day. Oh I gosh, I, I couldn't tell you. He brought it over before and we had played some stuff and I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Um, and we had talked about getting one. And uh, um, then whenever Metal Gear came out, he brought it over and he had these glasses that had like two screens on the inside of the glasses. It got him. It, it just like, I don't, it threw me off. He's like, put these glasses on. And it was like, it was like the first time I'd ever worn glasses to where there were screens built inside of him. It was like, it was almost like VR, but nothing was moving around. And, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. and I played metal gear solid like that for like an hour. And, uh, I, after I took the head the headset off, I was pretty much addicted. I mean, I, this is the first time I'd ever had an actual addiction. And I was like, <laughs> this is crazy. I don't, I don't understand. And he was like, it's this game, it's this guy named snake and blah, 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 blah. And then I just, I was, I was a metal gear solid fan for life after that. And that's so how this feel, all took place in 1994. Yes. 94. Yes. Um, and, uh, cause we lived on Indian Creek here in Palestine, which is weird. I live like three blocks away from where I was, where I, where I used to live. Oh, um, cool. But, uh, it was, uh, it, it was just nuts. And that's how I felt about God of War. That's how I felt about God of War. When God of War came out, uh, not only did the gameplay, the graphics and the story hook me, but that freaking music was mm, just like, ass. oh, bro, it was a shake to the soul. It was a shake to the soul that real, I mean, the opera and all this other stuff. And that's what's, what's good about the God of War series, that it's an emotional journey. And we see Kratos move through all these games of God of War 1 and God of War 2. God of War 2, he's, he's thinking, I'm going to get these memories wiped from my brain or whatever else. And they end up pretty much tricking him. Um, you know, well, not pretty much. That's what they do. Yeah, they definitely uh, they did. straight yeah. up trick our boy Kratos. Um, and, uh, it's so nuts to find out, like, I, I know you remember that end scene in, in God of War two, when you find out that, that, uh, <laughs> that the entire time it has been nothing but a lie and that Zeus is your father. He's, and that's the reason why all this has even come about. Um, yeah. And, and it was, uh, I remember that moment that was, that shocked the heck out of me. <laughs> it was nuts. And it was, I mean, so going back over it, like I, I remember whenever I played the game that I loved Kratos yeah. and I was like, Oh my God, he's such a badass! Like he's so cool and everything. And then going back and like re experiencing it, I'm like, wow, this dude is an a-hole of like massive proportions. Totally. And he, he takes no accountability for any of his actions. He's one of those guys. that's like, well, I killed my family, but it's your fault. Exactly. It's <laughs> exactly and so, yeah, how it is. <laughs> like, and, and despite the fact that it's like, oh, well, it was all a trick, you know, Zeus is, is actually your father and he's the one that's been orchestrating this entire thing. You're like, I mean, that's great and all, but he still did all these things. Kratos yeah. still is the one. All these things. Kratos yeah. still is the one. He had choices and he chose to kill like everyone. Yeah. Not in a not in a good way either, no. uh, you know. I think in I think in in God of War one and God of War two, it it pushed the boundaries. Like God of War one yes. was crazy. We had these moments where he was like slicing and dicing. Uh, then God of War two, it kind of got a little bit more heavy. You kind of mm -hmm. see that he's starting to get a little bit more angry. 
But God Shoot, War 3 I mean, just... that opening scene oh, was yeah, so angry. It was nuts. It was so, He's like, so I don't want to be the God of War. Yeah, Let me he... just destroy everything. <laughs> I Oh, you're not going to take away my my memories? Fine, I'm going to kill all of you. Exactly. Okay, great. Uh, and then, but you move into God of War 3. And God of War 3 was the epitome of rage in, uh, yes. in like the God of War series. I mean, we not only saw Kratos... Kratos in in the best definition we have ever seen them i mean because i remember this game came out i was like this is the best graphics on any console <laughs> i don't care what anybody says this is like at that time i was like this is the best graphics i've ever seen in the video game and it was it was just stellar i remember that whole first like you you start the game kratos's face is like zoomed up to the screen and you push play and you're in the game right then yeah. and there kratos starts moving and the game starts um dude him ripping old dude's head off him beating the hell out of Poseidon, like literally beating him to a bloody pulp. That was um, such a cool moment. And Poseidon is actually my favorite god. So to see him have justice and like come out there and go out swinging, I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, man. That was awesome. the whole, I mean, and that was with it. That was like 15 minutes into the game. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is the best game I've ever played. Oh, oh, and, and I know we're, we're going to talk later. But God of War 3, out of the entire... Kratos. That one was the most well done. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, there's 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 no offense or buts about it. Graphics-wise, gameplay-wise, music-wise, everything about it was just unbelievable. Um, but, um, you know, this whole Kratos in God of War 3 was just... He was just nuts. He was a... Mm-hmm. He he literally blamed everything on everybody. He talked he trash about everybody. Bro, he turned his back on everybody, bro. He even turned his back on freaking uh, Pandora. I mean, when she was literally, like, basically crying for help and saying this and this, he tries to stop Pandora from going to the box. And then instead of just trying to stop her and say, hey, listen, just calm down and let's try to find this another way, she let, he lets his dad get in his head and say, don't fail her like you failed your family. And then he's like, Wah! Let's her go, runs <laughs> runs at freaking Zeus and just starts, I mean, pummeling him. Um, and it's it was a crazy thing. You know, was such a... God of War was... Um, it, was a, it was a brutal and... It was a brutal and probably varied game. One of the most varied games I've ever played of, like, you know, camera schemes. Um, you know, being able to play... Like fight against characters on the back of a Titan, and then zoom out and realize the scale that you're playing in. It, it was just, it, it just, it was an awe-inspiring. Uh, quick, Matt. Uh, I was gonna say, is what is what is something um, before we move on to kind of talk about you know God of War four and what where we want to see the series. Um, why is God of War three so special to you? What what makes God of War three such? I guess my fate such i guess my favorite game in the series is that this is the first game where you actually got to see a depth of character to kratos because before i mean he was kind of a one note character i mean in god of war and then god of war 2 it was all just about hack and slash let me kill it all but in god of war 3 this guy actually you saw him care a little bit more about someone which is something that you didn't really get to experience before and in God of War, and, and, and it was with Pandora, of all people. You know, the one yeah. person that was going to, like, sacrifice herself. Exactly. Uh, and, and so, 
you had like before you got to Pandora, like leading up to that moment, you you got to experience really cool things like getting to experience the underworld, going to the pits of Tartarus, like all these really cool places, Mount Olympus, all that. And, and, and it was that same Kratos that we all know and love of like, he's just like, I'm going to kill everyone. I don't care. It's no holds bar. Titans, gods, gods, humans. I don't care. All of you are dying. Um, and, and you even experience that with Poseidon's little servant where you think he's going to save her. No, he just sacrifices her to move on to the next stage. Um, but with Pandora, he actually like really cared about this girl, which was really quick. But at the same time, it was a welcome change. Because he didn't want her to die. He was willing to do whatever it took to try and save this little girl's life, even though she technically wasn't even, like, human. And and it was really cool because you actually got to see redeeming qualities of Kratos. Yeah. Definitely saw redeeming qualities with the, the relationship that he built up with Pandora. Um, but you know, his, his dad was just as much as a jackass as he was and ripped that away from him. So. <laughs> well, even that you actually understood why you understood yeah. why, where Zeus was coming from. And it yeah. all had to do with what he did in the first God of war. Exactly. Where he opened up Pandora's box and then fear spread. Yeah. And that was so crazy when, I, when, when Athena was like, you know, you open Pandora's box to take him down because this is what we told you to do but fear was trapped in that box by zeus himself mm -hmm. so if anything all this is zeus's fault hey and we have to kind of agree with kratos now so. you're sounding like kratos i know bro <laughs> take accountability when someone says mercy you don't kill them okay you don't you don't turn them into ketchup Okay. Oh God, seriously. Uh, it's like, oh, have mercy <laughs> on me. You're going to die. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks for that. Um, so uh, with, with God of War 2018, uh, it is a total reimagining of the series. It's a, it's, a new, it's a new Kratos. It's a new area. Um, it is, uh, it's a complete new world, complete new combat, everything. But it's still the same game. In, in some aspects um, you know they changed even the voice actor and uh, it was uh, it was a crazy thing when it was first announced uh, you know you were at E3 last year um, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know when that music came on everybody was thinking Horizon Zero Dawn for some reason well uh, like it was I, it was actually two years ago it was two years two ago, years ago. I'm sorry it was, it was two years ago and uh, I remember the music cut on I mean right when I heard it I was like this is God of War this is freaking God of War. And I look up on Twitter and all these people are like, you know, hashtag E3. They're like, Horizon Zero Dawn. Are they going to talk about Horizon Zero Dawn DLC? <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, I know I'm not a lone horse over here. This has got to be freaking God of War, man. There's no way this music can't be God of War. And that scene, bro, when Kratos came out and was like, get us food. I am hungry. And like threw him. I was like, oh my god. Bro, let me just tell you. I was there. I was sitting <laughs> in the theater watching all of this go down. Yeah. And I was like all the people on Twitter. I had no idea what this yeah. was going to be. Like yeah. a part of me thought, okay, maybe it's God of War. And especially yeah. when you had the opera singer come out and she was just really like getting it. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe this is. I don't know. I have no idea. And then they open up. Open up the curtains. And then they show it. And then they just show Atreus. And you're just like, I don't know who that little kid is, but okay. And then it's just like, 
boy. And you're like, huh? No. Huh? Papa, is that you? Like, I, I'm just like, I'm sitting there like freaking out. Like, I'm having the vapors. Like, I am like, I, I feel like I was in one of those like old school, like, I just old um baptist churches turned saved. saved in front of me <laughs> and like you know we're just all yelling the name of jesus and i am like, like i was oh, speaking tongues Lord, Lord, and... Lord, Lord. <laughs> and because kratos has returned and it's yes. not just that kratos has returned it's that kratos has returned in this open world rpg we're not in this hack and slash platformer we're in this like really visceral third person game where we're following kratos and in, 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 in this norse mythology and what, what made it even cooler was that we all kind of had an idea because there was that concept art that got released that was yes. leaked out so yes. we were like oh maybe it's gonna happen i don't know but that that concept art was leaked out like a couple months before this so we're yeah. all like ah whatever it's not, it's not exactly gonna happen. we're not gonna see anything you know it's not ready it's not ready it's, it, <laughs> It, that was just leaked. Clearly, they're still developing this game. Sir, game. No, no, I was dumb. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so then for them to show us like that much, like yeah, eight to ten minutes of like visceral awesomeness yeah. of an older, grizzled, trying to be a father figure, Kratos. <laughs> was mind-blowing to yeah. the 8,000th dimension. Yeah. And what's crazy, too, is that, you know, I think everybody can agree that when this was first being announced and it showed this whole scene to where Kratos is standing there saying all this other stuff, we thought we were just going to get a cut scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I thought. I was thinking it was just going to end right there. And I was like, oh, shit, wait a second. They're about to show gameplay. <laughs> and he goes it. walking. It's like you've explored, you, you've... You've discovered this area of the map. And like right when I saw that in the right corner, I was like, bro, it's gotta be it's like a linear or yes. it's like a non It's gonna be it's gonna be more uh more open world. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a huge I don't see it being a huge like open world game. No, I it's gonna I be think one of those gonna... closed off big, big map. Yeah, styles. I think they're gonna push you to explore, but yeah. within a certain radius. Yeah, and I know there's fast travel points, so it's got to be somewhat big. Yeah, um, yeah. they talked about that in uh, in a, a PlayStation Underground of how that there's fast fast travel points, so there's got to be replayability, or you know, you can travel back and forth between different areas of of the game, uh, so you can search for stuff or whatever else. Um, but um, I'm just I'm really excited for this title i i think i think it's um i don't think it's an overhyped title i've seen some no. people on twitter uh that are just you know <sighs> i'm a playstation fanboy. i'm not gonna lie uh i still respect you know if i respect microsoft and i respect nintendo i think that they have they have and make great quality games and they have great products but i'm just a, i'm an all-out sony fanboy and there's a lot of times that i see some of these guys online like you know, if, uh, this guy I follow, he was talking about it earlier, saying, you know, how Halo killed itself by constantly putting out games left and right, left and right, left and right. But And then he tweeted out a screenshot of, like, the God of War titles and how they came out left and right. And 
I'm like, okay, well, what is that? I'm like, what is what is what does that have to do with the fact yeah, that God of War that. 2018 is a masterpiece? Like, yeah, and and you know, you can say that like the the God of War released so many titles, and it's true. But as far as the main story is concerned, it's been eight years. Exactly, eight years, and yeah. we we haven't learned anything about what happened to Kratos until now. And so that's what's really cool is that this isn't now like Halo. If we're going to really that similarity, unlike Halo, Master Chief has never developed. Master yeah, Chief is true. the same guy who just shows up and is just like, I'm going to kill everything. I need a weapon. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have Kratos who went from this young, angry man who just <laughs> wanted to destroy everything to now where he is. I guess an, an an older, more. I, I guess he's he's reflected upon his life. Yeah, and he's trying to become a little bit more subdued, and yeah. he's trying to be a father, which is something he wasn't able to be when he was in Sparta. And, yes, and and that all he was doing was serving the gods. Exactly, and so and now you have this moment where he gets to like really just chill and, and become more than what he ever was. Yeah. And, and so with Microsoft and Halo, no, there's no development. You have this iconic character in Master Chief, but it's only because you've got to be him and destroy things and be a yeah. first person shooter. And it's like, oh, cool. Master Chief will save the day. But Master Chief's nobody. Like, in our eyes, we don't know anything about Master Chief. Sure, you yeah. can look it up, read it, whatever. But in the <laughs> video games, you know nothing. For Kratos, you you know way more. It's, it's so fascinating, his story and the environment that's around him. Yeah, and it was pretty much one of those, like, day one things. Like, when, it, when we played... Uh, when we played God of War, uh, God of War one, uh, it was like one of those invested moments. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, right out of the bat, I was invested. I was like, they come out, whatever games they come out with this, just as long as it's in the same aspect, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. So when this was announced that this was not only going to be, you said more in a different era, uh, not only was he going to have more of, uh, more of a, more like what you said, more development. And also have kind of like a family strife. Yeah. Know? He's he's like, you know, he he wants to keep his son from becoming who he became, but at the same time, he has to tell his son who he was. And that's one of the hardest things I think Kratos is going to do. That, you know, even in the trailer we see we see Kratos talking to him about, you know, taking down a god or taking down a character or something like that. Um, and he was like, Have you ever killed anybody this big? And then we even see his son have the same type of anger his father has, throwing his bow down. He's like, how do you know a god can't die? How uh -huh. do you know you can't kill a god? You know, how do you know you can't do this? You're, you're telling me this and you've never done it yourself. And Kratos is just kind of staring at him like, you know, I have done this. And, you know, <laughs> killing, a, killing a god is, it brings about consequence. It's crazy that, you know, he has to, he has to tell his son this stuff. Tell his son this stuff. Um, and he, you know, he has to make sure his son knows who he is and that he can't, he can't do everything that his father did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one part for me that in the trailers that I feel like is the most revealing. And it, it seems like it's a rather innocuous moment, like to the untrained eye, but 
This one moment that I feel like is so pivotal is when he's walking through the forest and he's following his son who's chasing at hunting that deer. Yeah. And his his straps get loose. And uh-huh. he looks at his straps for a moment before tightening him up. And, and what's so interesting about that is that I feel like that symbolizes everything that he's going to have to do for the rest of this journey is that eventually he's going to have to pull away the straps off of his arms and reveal the chains and yeah. the burns that were once there. Yeah. Because this entire ga- this entire series, he was chained to the gods. He was. And th- these burns and these markings on his forearms, they signify everything that he's had to go through. And at one point, I kind of do want the two blades to show up. And, oh, I, and I, that would be incredible. Oh. If it doesn't happen, I'm fine with it. But at some point, those bands are going to be taken off. And yeah. he is going to be... And, and that's going to be how Atreus learns and understands everything that his father once was. Yeah, I totally agree. And, bro, if we see the Blades of Chaos, I'll lose it. I'll totally <laughs> lose it. But... I agree with you, man. I think that uh, I think the bandages um, that he has, or the the straps that he has that are wrapped around his arm, um, you know, it signifies a lot. It signifies what he's been through, who he used to be, and who he needs to become. Um, now they do say um, the Corey Barlog and the studio Sony Santa Monica studio has said that this will not be the last God of War. Um, that they do plan on the next God of War being in the same exact genre of, you know, Nordic mythology. Originally, it was stated that there was a possibility that, like, you know, each uh, each God of War that comes out from now on was going to be in a new mythology, uh, which I think would be awesome. But at the same time, I think that would kind of, like, push it a little bit past the brim. Um, But, you know, I think they could really make something very well with this game but to kind of wrap it up like what do you where do you see god of war you know in in a couple of years well first of all i'm i'm happy that they're gonna stay in order they're gonna stay in order mythology like that's actually something I, i want them to do i want them to really explore it and really embrace it and, and with all mythology, I don't think you could do it in one game. I mean, we, yeah. we saw that with the first three God of Wars. You know, they, they, they explored Greek mythology as much as they could in each one, but there was so much. And, and Nordic mythology is just as big. And from what we've seen, it doesn't even seem like they've even shown Valhalla yet. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to show us Valhalla. Yeah, it would and, be and, fantastic if they did. And I, I don't know who the big bad is going to be. But you have so many characters in yeah. Nordic mythology to choose from. I mean, and if you don't really, if you're not familiar with it, I mean, heck, you could just look at the Thor movies to try and yeah. figure it out. Because right there, <laughs> you've got a ton. And and they tie in a lot of Nordic mythology. So I'm happy that they're going to stay there for a little while. Because I feel like it would get saturated if you're yeah. going to go from mythology to mythology to mythology. I totally agree. I And, and I don't want kratos to go away i don't want him to just suddenly die um at the end of this trilogy and i get it if they do that but i would have a hard time with 
they them doing a God of War without Kratos. Now, yeah, you maybe it's a deal where Atreus is awesome and Atreus is like amazing. And over maybe one or two, three games, which I'm hoping is three, we see him develop and grow to become this character that we can all really enjoy. And maybe he is able to take on the entire franchise. I hope yeah. I'm wrong. But I I would love to see Kratos in other different mythologies, but you have to give him time in yeah. that one singular mythology like they did in the first God of War games. Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah, bro. And I totally agree. And I agree with pretty much your entire statement i think that i think that it could i I think that this will will definitely this game is going to push us into a new genre of or a new new style of of kratos not just gameplay wise but story wise because not just in the aspect of oh well there's new guys to face you know there's new areas to explore but I look at it in the aspect that we're not just going to be able to explore all these new regions. We're going to be able to explore a new region of Kratos that we've never seen before. A new side. Um, you know, this is, what is it? I think it's a total of, is it 10 years in the story? Is it like 8 or 10 years? Uh, I'm thinking it's about 8 to 10, which I'm hoping it's 8 because then, yeah. then that ties in with how long it took for us to go from God of War 3 to this God of War. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's in that area, um, so uh, I'm excited. I know you're excited, um, and uh, I think we're definitely going to have a little bit more to talk about when the game gets here, which is the 20th. Yes. Um, uh, I, I want to talk about it a little bit more, but I think we can talk about it a little bit more in depth whenever you and me get our hands on it, um, and uh, hopefully maybe... If we beat it in the same amount of time, I would love to do like a dual review yeah, with my perfect. boy Matt. Um, but you guys know I'm going to be doing a stream. Uh, the stream will be starting the night of the 19th. Hopefully I should be able to start streaming by, by 10 o'clock that night because I'm going to record an unboxing video um, up at GameStop for the uh, Stone Mason edition. Uh, I'm super excited for the game. I know my boy Matt is as well. Um, this is going to be the end of episode 207. We just talked about Kratos. You know, I had a bunch of computer problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not I mean, that you know anything about it. <laughs> not that, that you though. know nothing about it, but we had a little bit of an issue recording this. So um, I want to thank Matt Quad C for coming on the podcast. Man, it means a lot, man. I'm so glad you're finally I, – I hate the fact that it was such a – a weird episode because my computer was messing up. Nobody knows about it outside me and Matt, but we had to re- we had to keep on recording this like four times. Uh, uh, it's but, it's fine. I mean, it, it's all it's the struggles of perfection. So right. it was no, it's it's a blast. I love being able to be on the show with you and be able to talk games and being able to talk about the history and everything. And yes. so I, I honestly am so excited to do this again whenever we finally get to do the review of God of War so, and, and so even exciting. more games in the yeah. future. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to do that. And hopefully, maybe one day we'll be able to get my boy Matt to come down here to Palestine and we can yeah. do chilling and chilling, you, me, Let's and, do it. and uh, TJ, bro. I'm totally... Thanks for tuning in, guys. As you guys know, obviously, if you're listening to it where you're listening to it, you can check us out. Uh, listen to the podcast on secondopinionpod.com, on cinelinks.com, and you can also check us out and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. 
Um, and uh, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe. You get notifications anytime there's a new episode. Um, so thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace out.